It is five past eight on a Tuesday night, and uh, it's time for Fat and Ginger. Hello, Tim. How are you? Uh, we're very organised tonight, aren't we? Um, yeah, we're very, very organised, as always. Yeah. Am I loud enough in your headphones? Oh, I can hear you. Yeah, yeah. you might have turned them up, I think. Uh, that's right. I like you being <laughs> down. <laughs> nice and quiet. I like you being down. I, I tell you what, we've been away for a couple of weeks due to various things. Well, we haven't been doing much. No, nah, just not our fault. Uh, that's what we say. Yeah. Yeah, circumstances beyond our control. Well, we've had a little exciting project, haven't we? We have had, and which is going to be actually quite a big exciting project. It's going to go forever. So it's we thought going. we'd come back in tonight, but yep. I was a bit excited because I flew in from Sydney and was going to get here early. Turns out I'm late and I didn't bring any headphones, so we had to get it off the boys before. But you were, you were here at quarter two. Yeah, but I was still unorganised. That's right. doesn't matter. Well, we haven't got the running sheet up at the moment. That's so right. It's got... a sort of unprofessionalism we stand for, though, isn't it? It's, uh, it's, it's organic is what we call it. Yeah, well, if, if, if we were a smooth production, I think people wouldn't like no, us they wouldn't like, Ah, that's right. Look, so, we're going to talk about a few things tonight. You're going to bang on endlessly about how good footy is. I don't want to hear it yet. <laughs> Right, I'm going to talk. That's the only reason I come in. Oh, I know, I know. It's the only reason we're doing this show tonight. I know, I completely understand that. So I'm going to talk about how Facebook took umbrage with one of my posts that I did. So I'm in a bit of trouble with them. Is this Zuckerberg has jumped in here? Yeah, he's he... taking personal exception to it. You've got a thing. Uh, you left a message on my answering machine, which we're going to listen to. Which I one of my favourite things ever. Yeah, I had my little retirement do. You or, did. Well, yeah. I swapped industries, swapped jobs, yep. and uh, had a work break up, and you didn't come. No, well, hang your on. best mate didn't come. That's yeah, okay. that's that's why. One thing, yeah. and so another friend of ours, Tim, uh, who will probably be listening right now, uh, rang you. And did. I didn't realise it was a, a message, so I was talking <laughs> you like you were there. Yeah, it's great. And it turns it's out, great. yeah, it was a message. So no, that's right. But it's uh, it's actually quite funny to listen to, and there's a lot of truth in there, you know, um, that you say that uh, in that message. So um, we're also going to go through mailbag as usual. But look, the biggest thing we've got tonight, and other usual segments we've got, like Justin Murphy Award and Ginger Vitus, but mm. the big news tonight, the yeah. big thing, we have the king of Australian radio. Special guest. Special guest, Richard Stubbs. Richard Stubbs. So there you go. We're not too badly organised. We organised that. No, that's right. At the last minute. At the last minute. Yeah. <laughs> I think he told us about 10 minutes ago. Yeah, I can come yep. on. But why have we got him? I, I don't know. Just because he likes the show. Is that it? Oh, it could be that. Could be that. Is there anything else? Is, is he going to promote anything? Well, is he, he, well, I do believe he's doing a gig on the 30th of September at Geelong West Town Hall. Oh, is he? He is. Oh, wow. Yeah, punchlines on Paco. Who else is on that night as well? Oh, I don't know, man. I'd have to look it up. <laughs> Probably a couple of good fat ginger comedians. <laughs> I know we're on and, and, Kelsey, and us. Kelsey yeah. Kelsey Almeida and uh, Nick Schuler as well. Yeah. And Sharon Andrews. Oh Sharon's great. So it's gonna be fantastic. A cracking night of comedy and, and uh Stubbs is coming in to talk about that in his, own, in his own podcast and what he's up to. So it'll be yeah. very exciting. He does a pod is it with his brother? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I, I have listened to it a couple of times. Very funny. Very yeah. funny stuff. Um but look, the fact that Stubbs is gonna be on here tonight is amazing. Does it make you happy, Tim? It, yeah, it does make me happy. It makes you happy? Well, let's play a song just to get our heads around how happy Fat it makes and it. Ginger, let's go. Did that 
make you happy, Tim? Yeah, who's who's a boy? That's Cheryl Crow, mate. Cheryl Crow. Cheryl the Crow. Speaking of Crow, I'm going to go the Crow against you in a second. Yeah, you are. When we start talking about the weekend's results in in football, I've been very excited about that all day. Uh, But we won't talk about it now because you've got a bit of news there. So, in the spirit of football. Which is somewhat related, that's right. So, on the weekend. What? Uh, There it is there. How's that? Is that loud enough? It's too loud now. You've got to find a little. Somewhere in between, Tim. (laughs) Somewhere in between. Story of my life. So, <laughs> so, on the weekend, my team went down in a screaming heap, unjustly, but we went down anyway. On oh, I think it was quite just. Have you been reading Dimmer's comments again? Jeez, <laughs> he sooks that man. Any, as soon as things don't any, go his way. Any coach would sook in that situation. Anyway, so Thursday night, my team went down, and so I'm sort of a bit free and easy now. But one thing I don't want, I do not want Geelong to win. Yeah. Right, so, oh, did, did you mention it? That you didn't want Geelong to win? So... When you're a when you're a non Geelong supporter living in Geelong, it's very very hard. All right, yeah, I you agree got, with that. You guys are unbearable. Yeah, all right. Yeah, so, yeah we, we're very passionate very and very intelligent football supporters. Most of the Geelong supporters. <laughs> <laughs> what are we playing opposites day? Are we? <laughs> so anyway, so it was what you played on Saturday night, didn't you? Saturday afternoon. Saturday, yeah, four four thirty yeah. it was. So, so I. Walking out of the G. Oh, you were good enough to give us a call as oh, we're driving in the let's, park. Let's not get to that yet. Okay, so, 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 so on Friday I had a bit of time, and yeah. so, I, so I thought you you had a bit of time. Uh, You're joking. <laughs> oh, Mister, I've got a proper job now, so I'm always busy. Jeez. Anyway, so I thought, imagine what. Yeah, no matter how bad the team, I'd still support them over Geelong, no yeah. matter who was in it. And it got me to thinking, how bad a team could I make up that I would still support over Geelong? Yeah. Right? So I came up with a team. And would you like me to read you just a couple of selections? I, I, I did love it. I, I saw it on uh, Facey. Yeah, I saw it on Facebook. So, for example, give me a position on the field. All right. Oh, well, let, no, go through it. Go from the backs. From the, from the backs. So, full back, we have Vlad the Impaler. Right. In the back pockets, we have Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, God. And COVID-19. COVID-19. <laughs> You wouldn't get much of a touch on them. No, nah, that's they right. They so, pretty tight, I'd imagine. Uh, centre-half back, we have Joseph Stalin. Uh, yeah. And on the back flanks, we have Kim Jong-un and Idi Amin. Uh, so Kim Jong-un is at centre-half back. No, no, half-back flank. Oh, I was going to say, because I don't think he's that tall. No. But he is an unbelievable sportsman. And he's a nugget. Well, he's, he yeah. once scored 852, didn't he, by himself against Australia in the cricket. Exactly and, right. And got, he's, uh, he's got eight hole-in-ones <laughs> playing a round of golf. So right. I'm sure he could excel at football as well. That's right. And because we've mentioned his name, we're probably now big in North Korea. Yeah. With the North Korean oh, I always thought we were. Wow, Isn't that the only place that people listen to us? The Hermit Kingdom. <laughs> uh, in the centre we have Saddam Hussein. On the wings we have Benito Mussolini and Judas, Judas Iscariot. Oh God. And then up front's probably already got a bit fruity and got me in a is bit Judas, of trouble. Judas, is he one of the highest paid on the team? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, 30 pieces are very good. Uh, from the ex-Catholic schoolboy to my right. Now, <laughs> when we go forward, that's where we start to, I think, probably what sunk me. So, uh, centre-half forward we have Attila the Hun, yeah. uh, Gaddafi, Momar Gaddafi on the, uh, say, left half-forward flank, yeah. and Harold Shipman on the right half-forward flank. Now, Harold Shipman was infamous for killing about 200 people in, a, in the UK. In his team, that's not many. No, that's right. He's, yeah. yeah. He only just made it in. He should be playing reserves, but we've given yeah, him a he's, go. He's been promoted. I think it might be the forward line that maybe sunk me. Okay. So, full forward, we had Adolf Hitler. Oh, well, he's... I don't know, get things done, I suppose. What do you say there? Nothing. Nothing. I found his best. And then the forward pockets, we had Ted Bundy and Ivan Malat. Now, the on-ballers were going to be Osama Bin Laden, Pol Pot and Heinrich Himmler. (laughs) (laughs) With the emergencies, John Wayne Gacy, Anton Chigurh, who is... 
No, No Country for Old Men. He's the baddie out of No Country for Old Men. Oh, is he based on true story? No, but he's, I just put him in because I oh. liked him. Oh, he's, he's, a, he's a character. Yeah, the rest of them are real no, life. No, that's right. But I just thought yeah. he was the best bad guy in any film I've ever seen. Yeah, he was good, wasn't he? And I, it's Hall, too, so he's my backup ruckman. So, yeah, you need a backup yep. ruckman there. Yeah. And Jack the Ripper, and coached by Charles Manson. Yeah, okay. So, imagine a little speech from Charlie there at the start. <laughs> that's, you know? that's right. Well, Go on, gang. If nothing else, he was a motivator. He was, yeah. yeah. He made people do all the work all, for him. Yeah, all sorts of terrible things. Yeah. Yeah. So, I posted that with a little thing, I'd rather support this team than Geelong. Yeah, which right. I thought was quite funny. That's right. Hashtag, please God, anyone but Geelong. Yep. And anyway, it got a bit of feedback from, you know, people like... I put, I put a comment yeah, on. I wasn't the, sure where to put it. Uh, Hitler should have been on the right wing was one. And, yeah. oh, I didn't write that. I wrote, and they thought Adelaide's camp was <laughs> that's bad. That's right, that's right. And someone else wrote, uh, Mad Monday would be, be a bit of a chore. And it was quite good. I yeah, thought it was a bit of fun. Yeah, a bit of fun. And then I got a message from our good friends at Facebook. Zuckerberg. It's from Mark, Mark Zuckerberg. And he, yeah. said, he said it went against community standards for hate speech. Why didn't you put him on there? Huh? Well, he's probably upset he didn't get a game. <laughs> he's in <laughs> reserve. <laughs> he's in reserve grade with, yeah. with Martin Bryant, the Ebola virus. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, and so I got yeah, and so I got restricted on Facebook. So not banned as such, but I'm not allowed to do any advertising for the next month, which is a problem because yeah, we've got a gig coming, coming, coming up. So you'll have to do it. Yeah. And uh, and I can't post any live videos for a month, which is not something that's, I do anyway. That's upsetting. Yeah, it is. Especially with the forced night out I've got coming up <laughs> planned for you. Yeah. Um, actually, are we talking about that tonight? Uh, we, we can, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I thought you were a bit stiff, mate. I mean, I, first of all, because it's a picture and not text, mm. like I imagine they've got e-bots or something that go around looking for keywords. In but, text, but, but in not in pictures. But not in pictures. No, so that's what I thought. Someone must have complained about it. I don't know. must be or something or, or whatever. But anyway, the funny thing, like I was saying, you off air is on Instagram, though, because I put it on Instagram as well, because why not? Let's spread the message. Yeah, yeah. It was fine. Not a thing. And then also on Facebook, you know how you can make your stories up the top? Yeah. So it was in a picture in the story and it stayed up there for the full 24 hours. Yeah, I was going to say because I, after you told me you'd been banned, yeah. I saw it after that. That's right. There. So it stayed up in the story but got taken off my feed. Yeah, okay. So, you know, community standards down here but up there, no, not mm, so much. But I wonder who they'd play. Well, that's all. Well, okay. Maybe I should have done the best team, like the most. I don't know. Saints versus Saints sinners. versus sinners. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, who would be? Would I have made your Saints side? No, no, probably no, not. No, no. no. But look, I, I have enjoyed all the. We went to the footy. You gave us a call. I did in yes. the car park and wished us all the best I from did. the bottom of your heart. Which, I did. I did. Though it was genuine. Yeah, it was genuine. It was nice yeah, enough, and uh, we gave you a call after, didn't we? You did. That's right. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't so genuine and nice. No, that's but right, uh, uh, the, the amount of things that you. You've been tagged in since oh, the weekend. Dozens, maybe, I think. Oh, heaps. I, I, right. Every time I open, because we're mates, yeah. it always tells me when you've done well, something. I've been tagged in something, yeah. And it's just constantly Tim Young, Tim Young, yeah. Tim Young. And the one there where I just showed you there was yeah. uh, Dimmer complaining about the goal that Lynch missed. It's, you know, can I be a, a serious football thing for a moment? Yeah. Is that I never thought that was a goal. Well, Lynch didn't think Lynch it was a goal. Was a, no Lynch, Lynch was upset. He missed it. No one in the crowd thought it was a goal until the goal. And the goal umpire thought it was a goal. Said, "Oh no, it's a, oh, sorry. I heard the field umpire say to the goal umpire, I think it's a goal, but we're going to review it.' No, sorry, it was the other way around. Yeah, the goal umpire goal said that to the, the field, field umpire. umpire. That's right. And I'm going, really? How good's that? Yeah. And then it got reviewed and was given a point. I thought, oh, okay, but I don't know. know how. But look, and, and I understand the technology it shouldn't have been enough to overturn it, but it was a point. By the end of the day, the right decision was made. He's complaining about it because mm. he's a sook, mate. Who? Well, Dimmer, all you Richmond bikes, you're all sooks. When the things are going your way, you get more freeze than anyone. When things are going mm. your way, 
everything's fine. As soon as one little thing happens... One little thing? Yeah. One little thing. And he said, oh, that, that decision cost our club millions of dollars. That's what it does. But it was the right decision. Oh, no. But so, yeah, anyway. anyway strange thing to whinge about. He's a passionate person. Because, yeah. of course, Chris Scott's always been completely level-headed. Oh, mate, he's, just, never he's, like, he's like Jesus Christ on the hill. Is it, please, you know, he's just, he's just go on. gospel. Like, he's is got he? the long hair, too, like Jesus. Yes, and he's just, everything that comes out of his mouth is just gospel. Mate. I think he changed his hair products, I think, last year. It was all, yeah. very, like, where they had a He's a bit like, um, you remember uh, Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible 2 when he had the slick back? Yeah. Sort of hair? He's a bit like that, I reckon. He, I know, I think there would have been a lot of mature women around going, Chris Scott's looking pretty good this year. Yeah, well, maybe that's been the change. That's right. In the voice. Yeah. You know, like this, they've all had to shape up a little bit. Yeah. You know, just but, worry about appearances. But you do have a prelim to play. No, oh, look, it's just a formality, Tim. Oh, I it love is this a formality, that. my oh. friend. So we'll, we'll march our way through that. Yep. On to greatness and glory. Because mm. what could go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to oh. be in here when it does. Nah. Between you and me, other Richmond mates that I've given that much crap to over the weekend, Joy Smith. Oh. But I think part of the part of the fun, though, is being able to take it as well as give it, isn't it? No, that's it, mate. I give it, but I take nah, it. That's right. That's, uh, that's what you do. Um, should we have a song? Yeah, okay. Now, I'm going to play you something now. I don't know if you saw recently, there was a Taylor Hawkins benefit. Yes. Concert, you yes. know, for the bloke who died from Foo Fighters. And uh, Paul McCartney got up and he played this song. Right. Apparently for the first time live. Wow. Can you imagine that this was the first time ever since 1969 or whenever it was released, he played it. So I thought we'd play it tonight. Go on. Geelong's oh, finest independent films. Station sponsor. And we're back after those sponsorships. Keeping the lights on here at 94.7 The Pulse. It is 27 past 8 on Tuesday night. Beautiful. Yeah, you should go and do everything they just told you to do. Yeah, I'll have to look back through what sponsorships what? I just played. What, was watch Out for Ships, was that what No, nah, we haven't had that yet. That's we haven't next. had that yet. Yeah. Uh, I always watch Out for Ships now, even well, when I'm not on the water. When you're driving, yeah. yeah just out of <laughs> habit. Just out of habit. I've got another speeding fine too, Tim. Oh, you're an idiot. Every time I open up my letterbox now, there's a fine. Have you not used cruise control? Uh, yeah, I do, but sometimes it's not going fast enough. Because oh, so, mm. I've found that I used to get many, many more speeding fines when I didn't have cruise control in my car. Yeah, okay. And then since I had cruise control, you just put it on whatever speed. Yeah, I know, but then sometimes I'm uh, running late for stuff. and So which bit of the I try and make up for that by knowing where the speed cameras are <laughs> and speeding up in between, and then sometimes I get distracted and forget to slow down again. Mm, so well, yeah. that's my downfall. So when you're speeding while you're texting. Yeah. No, <laughs> sometimes or watching Netflix or something, yeah. Absolutely. Talking of technology, can you indulge me for a minute? Can the audience indulge yeah, me for a minute? Yeah, of course. Yeah. To share something with everyone. Yeah. And it's like I've discovered fire, by the way. Yeah. Like, this is the best discovery what you right? found? Uber Eats. Oh. And on top of that, I'm, and I shouldn't probably mention the... Anyway, I'm going to... Who cares? No one's listening. Yeah. Uber Eats delivers alcohol. Did you oh, know? now you've got my attention. Did you know that? I, how much extra? I, I, who cares? Yeah, I don't know. I just, paid for it. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. I think it cost about 94 bucks, and I got 12 pack of Coronas and two bottles of white wine. So, Is that good? I, I don't, that's what I mean. I don't know. 90 bucks? Yeah, but... Yeah. How much is your wine? No, the wine was pretty good. Was it? Yeah. Because usually mine are about three or four no, dollars no, yeah, a bottle. We, we've discussed this on air. I wouldn't be paying 90 bucks for that. Anyway, 
In the words of the great man, you're missing the point, right? Yeah. The point is you tap some things on your magic phone. And people bring and people bring food and alcohol to your house to your and door. drop it off and you don't have to go anywhere. Like you're some sort of medieval king. Oh, it's brilliant, isn't it? Oh, it's so, we live in a wonderful world at the Jesus, moment. it's dangerous. Yeah, I can imagine. Man. Soon we'll get to the stage where someone will just come in and move your mouth for you and yeah. chew it for you. That's an idea. Yeah. Hey, there's, a, there's a new app for you. Oh, the Chew guys. Yeah, Uber Chew. Uber Chew. Because the problem is, is you're not really paying for it either because it's all on your credit card, so you just tap your things on your app and it comes. Yeah, uh, but you understand at some stage you have to pay that credit yeah, but card unfo- Yeah, but that's only because I have some tiny level of financial literacy. Mm. For a lot of people, it's just... Whatever. They wouldn't put those two things together and then they're disappointed at the end of the month when they get their credit card statement it's $850 of, you know, yeah. barn knees or... Oh, oh, oh no. That'd be a good month, wouldn't it? It's high. Oh. Hey, oh. do you want to order something now? Yeah, come on. <laughs> um, anyway, look, so... But we you, do, look, we do live in a wonderful world, we do. and one of those one of the great things about that wonderful world is mm. AFL football, Tim. Oh, have we not covered this? No, look, I know we have, but I'm just saying, look, I'm not going to talk about Geelong, all right, because I don't want to upset you. Really? Oh, well, a little bit, but I'll, <laughs> I'll try not to just talk about Geelong. But, geez, the first four games of the finals, the first week of finals, weren't they ripping games? They were, like, every single one. I, I know what you're saying about Richmond, though. A bit but it was a close game. It was a close game. It was, it was, close it was game. an amazing game. They, won, they kicked a goal in the last minute to win it. Same thing <sighs> happened in Geelong Collingwood. Yeah, did. Uh, the other games, Melbourne and Sydney, well, it wasn't as close, but Sydney weren't meant to win that game. No, they weren't. It was in Melbourne. Everyone thought it was Melbourne was mm. just going to roll on through to the prelim. So for them to come out and win that. Where was it played? MCG. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, on the Friday night. Yeah. And and then the, the last game, which was looked like it was just going to be a whitewash. Mm, no Bulldogs got 42-odd points up and were pointing to the scoreboard and doing all these things. And next thing you know, Freo have come back and won it. So uh, just a ripping round of finals footy. And just, do we think that, that maybe the rules of the game committee is getting it right? No. No? Oh, maybe partly. I think maybe the people that are getting it right are... Uh, well, the idea back in the day, whenever it was mid-'80s, whenever the draft came in... Yeah. I think the draft and the salary cap. Yeah, but there's, there was many years then when we've had both of those things where footy was like a, a flood... And, yeah, good and point. it was really yeah, good point. boring to watch. And, yeah. uh, you know, the teams would score like 50 to 60. And, you know, you know the years I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I do, yeah. Uh, it just seems now it's really exciting again. It is. It's and great. It's, like there's lots of goals. Uh, you know, there's a lot of... Um, free-flowing play. When they brought in that stand-the-mark mm. rule, I didn't like it because it goes against tradition of what, what you were taught as a kid, like to, to cover ground, cover space. But now I love it, mate. I love how those people can play on yeah. and can't get tackled immediately, which means that they get that extra three or four minutes and it opens up the play and then encourages them to move the ball Does. forward, yeah, not no. sideways. So I, I, I never liked the rules of the game committee. No. You, but no, I was going to say, like, footy's in pretty good nick at the moment. Unless you lose in the prelim or grand final. Oh, if we lose, I'll be sitting there going, footy's crap. <laughs> That's get right. rid of the rules of the game committee. They've ruined the game. That's right. And uh, yeah, let's backwards. bring on the cricket. That's right, yeah. yeah. Hey, did we get beaten by Zimbabwe the other day? <laughs> yes, we did. Is someone going to answer to that? <laughs> there should be public hangings in Market Square in Sydney, whatever it's called. But yeah, we did. No, we lost to Zimbabwe, and not just by a little bit either. Yeah, they, they flogged they us. Flogged us. So. So, but really, who cares? And when yeah, the odds are that good on Australia losing, you know... Yeah, maybe that's what they did. A little bit of cash. Every chance. A little bit of cash. Well, no one told Warner. Well, do you know, and this is a widely done practice across all professional sporting teams, 
Do you know how Geelong... So let's say, touch wood, mm. Geelong do win the Premiership, right? Well, let's say they do, yeah. yeah because just, they win. Just indulge me. Yeah, okay. You know, so, Geelong win the Premiership and each of the players gets a certain bonus for winning the Premiership. It'll be in their contracts, right? Right. Do you know how they pay those bonuses? How? They put a bet on themselves at the start of the season. What? Yep, and it's what they do across all professional sport now. Really? Well, you think about it, right? So let's say you've, you've done the maths and you need to pay $2.5 million in bonuses at the yeah. end of the season if you win the premiership. You go and put a bet on whatever stake you need at those odds at the time to pay that bonus. Well, that's, that's silly. Because, like, if you're a favourite for the flag at the start of the year, what if you're only paying four bucks? But you're going to have to pay five hundred grand. It's still not three. To win that two million it's, back. It's still not two and a half million, is it? So yeah, what, but wouldn't what, they get that in, um, like, merchandise and, you know, yeah, sponsors? And, and, yeah. It's just a cheaper way of paying that bonus. Yeah, but I, I, you, you, what if you don't win it, which is more than likely you're not going to win it, you lose 500 grand. Yeah, but at the start of the season, who's $4? Well, you, you're usually last year's premier. Yeah. So Melbourne at the start of the year would have been four or five bucks. Mm. And yeah, so maybe. they would have had to go pay 500 grand for a bet. Is that feeding is, is yeah. him? Uh, hang on, how, how do you know that? Because the Wallabies did it one year in the World Cup. And it yeah, was, but how do you know every football team does it? Because I believe they said that's widely done practice across professional sports because it's the way you can pay bonuses cheaply. I want to get Steve Hocking on the line. I want to see if they did it or not. Probably did. Because if they're doing it, clue me in. Yeah. You know, I want to make cash too. Yeah. You know, well, if, well, if, if they're backing themselves. I believe you can put a bet on yourself. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. Yeah. But uh, if they're backing but, but surely that's not allowed these days. Yeah, why not? You're betting yeah, on you're yourself. Not, you're allowed, AFL footballers aren't allowed to bet on AFL football. Yeah, but... Even maybe, in games they're not the involved are. in. But maybe the clubs are. Why would it be any different for them? Oh, I don't know. Maybe it doesn't happen. Are you just making up stuff no, now? I'm, I'm, re- I'm not reliably informed. What am I saying? In fact, you, you believe it to be true, yeah. but you haven't given me oh, any proof other than a on. team did it years ago. Hey, do you come to Fat and Ginger for proof? <laughs> I came here for factual content, my friend. Jeez, you're in trouble. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Should we talk about Wayne Carey? <laughs> oh, God. Please remove that man from our TVs. Oh, and radios and public speaking Because I often um, get my medication and crush it up and put it in a little bag and take it to the casino. Uh, do you know what? Like, there's just times when... And you've got teenage kids. Yeah. There's just times when... He's, he's behaving like a teenage kid, right? But you want to just go, mate, just... Just own it. Just own it. Just go, yeah, yeah you know. You know what? I stuffed it up. But uh, anyway, yeah, yeah. well, we talked about that enough now. I think so. Okay, I'm going to play a song for you that yeah. I got stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. Now, after we win the grand final, Tim, mm. I'll probably celebrate for a couple of days. <coughs> couple right? of days. Couple of days, and then I'm going to just stop celebrating for one night, and I'm going to go and watch Billie Eilish in concert with my daughter Zara, and she played me this song by Billie, Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish, not Billie Idol, and I'm not saying Irish in a bad way either. Uh, and we're going to go watch her yep. on the 30th. I think a couple of days, or well, maybe 26. It was a couple of days after Granny, anyway. Yep. So I'm going to play a song called "The 30th." See what right. you think. All right. And what do you think of that? Passable. Yeah, I know you don't like slow songs. No, no, it was all right. You're starting to... Oh, 
you can do it a little bit. Yeah, I'd look, and I know you bigger up as a, a big thing in music, and uh, yeah, happily listen to that. That's all right. And I'm reliably informed that she's got some quicker numbers, which get you up and about. So. Yeah, she does. Yeah, well, yeah. I hope it's not all slow like that when no, we go yeah. see it, but I'm sure it won't be. No, um, but speaking of things that get you up when you listen to them, mm. now uh, <laughs> I'm going to play something now. I don't. I think you've heard this because you. I received we, it. You received it. Yeah. So I'm going to tell the listeners what happened. So I had my um, going away party or retirement party from uh, Viva Energy where yep. I attended for many years. You uh, did? I, I think 16 years or yeah. just over. Nearly got nominated for attendee of the month a few times. A glorious, glorious career. And then one day I was hoping to even, you know, work there. So yeah. it would have been lovely. But they uh, paid me regardless. But uh, we had a, a few drinks at yep. our mates shared. Yep. And I had a good turnout, a few people there and plenty of uh, yeah. laughs yeah. and stories were had. Yeah. But there was one notable absence, Tim. Yeah. Yeah. Why, My good friend, was... Tim, who also works in the... That's where we met, at the refinery, where you are a fireman. <coughs> Sorry, I shouldn't laugh when I say that. When you work in the fire station. And uh, <laughs> you you weren't there. Yeah, why? Well, you had work. You yeah, were away. I was doing away fire on training, the other side of the state. Fire training that you planned. Yeah, I did well. Hang on, did I plan it before... You had decided to have your drinks? Oh, it's hard to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fuzzy. Yeah. <laughs> it was dynamic. Yeah, yeah no, we didn't even realise until no, a couple of days out, did no, we? No, uh, we you wouldn't be attending. I was heartbroken. Uh, but, you know, we obviously thought enough about you to give you a phone call at a later stage of the night, shall we put it that way? Um, well, I can tell you when it was. It was 10.02, I think. Was it? I'm pretty sure, because I remember turning my phone over, looking at it, going, there's no Not chance. Not a chance. <laughs> so it went to message back. Now, our good friend, Tim Anderson, mm-hmm. you'll hear him on this message. It's a long one, so please bear with me. It goes for about three minutes, but I think it's worth hanging into the end. And I pretended to be a little bit drunker than I was at the start. Can I say that? And then <laughs> once I realised that it was an answer machine, I... You straightened up. Yeah, I straightened up. <laughs> so, all right, this is the three-minute message we left on Tim's answering machine. Oh, we're just fired up there, fired up with all this uh, lovely, lovely scrumptious pie from... Um Cafe Pallet, we're going to have another round food. I was going to say, who ate all the pies? We've got a few pies left, but a few people commented, mate. Is that, is that Big Ed? That's, he looks like he's eating the pies. Is that Big Ed? This is a neck from oh, the oh, hey, oh, hey, For a second. He, he thought, doesn't come. He doesn't come to his best mate. He doesn't want to go on away, Pat. He doesn't give a <laughs> He sends some shit video where he thinks he's being funny, but he does all. I tell you what, I'm never working with that <laughs> again. Yeah, but what about his neck? I ain't joking, Tim. I love you. You're great. You're amazing. It looked like he was dying. Like, is he okay? I thought he was ringing saying we need to go and help him out. You saw him? I don't know. He's still there. He's on the phone. He's his message back. I was trying to talk to him. <laughs> I thought I was stirring him up. Man. Just, no. uh, hey, Tim, I'll take it all back. I hope you didn't hang up after the last thing I said. Uh, looking forward to working with you very soon on uh, maybe tomorrow night on the... Um, on the Well, Fat and Ginger and the, the script we're working on. And you I think you're amazing, with- mate. And, and keep doing what you're doing down in sale. I heard uh, the Kiwi bloke... Hang on. The Kiwi blokes have heard that you're... And you're not. No, 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 no. I've never said no, that. No, no, no. I think Tim's got a small headed mind. And, uh, uh, so he tells you what? Yeah, I appreciate it. He's great. And uh, Darren Smith has the same age. I've worked with him for a long time. I think he's got a small head. I think he's got a, a big intellect. And I think sometimes that counts against him, Tim. So uh, I hope all the best for you, Tim Young. And uh, I look forward to working with you again soon. Do you know the funny part about this conversation? Uh, is the fact that he'll see 
if well he'll say you're big head. But I mean if he was if he was I'm laughing there and now he'll probably look at it and go it goes to three minutes and thirty seconds or whatever. Well, I know he's in that he's a very lazy man. Yep. He's a very lazy man. Pause there for two seconds. Yeah. The funny thing is, that's exactly what happened. Because yeah. I got it the next morning, obviously, and I looked at it, it was three minutes, 20 or whatever it is, and I said, there's no way. Yeah, I'm not I'm listening to that. that. Yeah. And we knew, so this yeah. is how it will finish. Yeah. And when it comes to hard work, him, he, he, well, he works hard. I, I can't argue with that. But, but when it comes to doing stuff, like, he, he'll see a three-minute... Hey, his football team finished about seven times. He'll see a three-minute, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, too lazy to even listen to it. Yeah, you won't listen to it. In fact, if you listen to this, I want you to send me a thumbs up emoji and say, I miss, I listen. No, just send up. That's, that's all we need. A thumbs up emoji. I listen to the end. Yeah. Because I don't believe it'll ever happen. And you could say something like that you will do if he listens to the end and he won't know if he listens to the end. What are you going to do? Like he just up. If he, if he listens to the end, I'll stroke his hair. I'll stroke his hair and, I'll, and you'll I'll be wearing it while I'm doing it. Wearing the pixie fairy outfit. Yes. Okay, yes. Jim. I'll stroke his hair wearing a pixie outfit and, and purring if you listen to the end and you just have to send me a thumbs up emoji and you'll get that. But I don't believe you will because you're f***ing lazy. You'll kick with your clitoris and say, go cat. <laughs> and sure enough, uh, you didn't. No, you didn't listen to the end. No, I didn't. And it's only when you said oh, I should listen to the end of it that I yeah. listened to the end of it. Because when you, you, you said something to me about, oh, I got your message or whatever, I had no idea what you were talking about. And then you started telling, you left me this drunk message. And I said, I'll go, did I? Yeah. And then I started thinking about, oh, oh that's right. <laughs> it took a while to click. And I'm going, well, you obviously didn't listen to the end. No, then. that's right. So as we knew you wouldn't. No, that's right. Yeah. You, know, you yeah. picked it like a dirty nose. Yeah. So, so that was a little bit of fun. It was. Um, we should go straight on to mailbag looking at the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. No Do you want me to play a uh, jingle? No, let's go. Okay. Feel like abusing someone? Now's your chance. It's Fat and Ginger's Mailbag. Yes. This is my favourite part of the... Well, no. That's crap's my favourite part of the week. Yeah, you <laughs> like that, don't you? But this is pretty good too. So, look, uh, we're going to hook in. Uh, I've been in charge of the mailbag this week. Yes, you have. I've so been I went away. down to the post office and opened up all the lovingly sent in analogue letters that you still get. <laughs> Never. So we'll, we'll start from the top and um, from an old friend of the show, Wayne from Mount Mercer. Okay. And yeah. uh, he says, uh, my car won't start, but I'm definitely on my way to hang out, in inverted commas, with you two, which is a little that's worrying. That, that we, yeah, we, 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 that's not happening. I don't want to ever come into contact with Wayne from Mount Mercer. I, I don't know. I don't think we're in control of that situation, Luke. I'm sorry. I think well, This is why we should be doing pre-records. <laughs> So that he doesn't know when we're here. We can turn up at any time. We can't camp out here. Well, we might not be here right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> I didn't think that one through, did I? Yeah, it worked with me. Yeah. Um, also, can you tell me if there's any sport on to watch at the moment? I'm pretty bored out here. He's a big Cats fan. He's a massive Cats fan. How does he not know the team? He might be listening. Should we get him to ring in? Yeah, well, if he's available, for sure. We'll get him to ring in. Don't come in. No, no, please, no, 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 no. Please don't come within 50 minutes. Because we're not here because... No, hang on. 
There is a school over the back here. You probably can't come near us anyway. <laughs> but if you, Wayne, if you are listening, ring in. We'd love to have a chat with you about the Mighty Cats on the weekend. I'm sure Tim would love that. Oh, yeah, it'd be great. And I'm sure the listeners want to hear more and more and more about the cat. <laughs> um, so the next one is from a guy called Dave and Lara. This is quite odd. Uh, do you guys have a... That's not Dave Lee, is it? <laughs> no, yeah. no, it's not, no. He lives in Lara. Does he? Yeah. Uh, do you guys have a calculator handy? I need to know what six times five is. Can you help? And that's all he's written, and that's it. What? Yep, that's all he wrote. Someone wrote that in. They wrote that in. So, do, do you guys is have? That, what, uh, do you guys have a calculator handy? I need to know what six times five is. Obviously, it's forty. What? Obviously, it's forty-two. What like, sort of listeners are listening <laughs> to this show? Why are we bothering, mate? Like, I've, I've come straight from the airport here to come on this show and try and entertain people, and that's the crap we get back. I've got a dog sitting at home. It's probably dog shit all over the house. I've got to go clean that up at about up past ten tonight. This is what I'm doing it for. That's so it. someone can write in. Like, they're just taking the piss, Tim. I'm over. <laughs> well. As if the other end of the listener spectrum, we have Lauren from Geelong West, who's a big friend of the show, who's helping us with you. Is that... Uh, yeah, she, about the traffic stuff. That's right. Yes, your, your, Lauren. Your problem. So you probably yep. need to take everything you just said about our listeners back. Well, I wasn't referring to Lauren. No. That's right. I was referring it's, to that idiot from Lara. That's right. So... I'm not going to read it all out because if you look at it as I scroll through, that's it all there. What's she doing? So what she's done, she told me the other night, is she's actually sat down with the Traffic Act and read through it to get her handle on whether the flags on top of the signs yeah. activate that speed limit in roadworks or not. Right, and she sent it all through the yeah, whole act. Yep. Yeah. So, I, you know, does she have a lot of friends, Lauren? Or <laughs> she's she's a lovely she's person. Lovely. I'm sure she is. Lovely person yeah. who's just t- got a real passion for this, which is no, great. So, great. Yeah, it's nice of her. Yeah. So, I want you to sit there and do Lauren a favour and read it all out. I don't know if we've got time. <laughs> <laughs> but look, good on you, Lauren. Thank you very much. I'm not going to read it all out. but uh, no, You have told me she's very lovely. She's yeah. very lovely, very helpful. So I appreciate all your hard work. And it hasn't helped me with my speeding fines, by the way. No, nah, well, no, you haven't helped you at all either, have you? Yeah. I'm continually doing well, it. Well, my dad's helped me out. <laughs> Taking a couple of points for me. <laughs> so, uh, on your Pete. Uh, but thank you, Lauren, for writing. As for Dave from Lara, don't bother, mate. Well, it's 42, isn't it? Six times five. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. In Lara, it probably is. He's probably <laughs> buying a bag, trying to work out how many answers go in it. So, that's why he couldn't find a calculator. That's right. Yeah, no, nah, nice. Yeah. Um, oh, look, I think we should have another song. Yeah, and I'm going to play a few sponsorships. Well, we've got. Too. Oh well, let's let's do that. Well, let's play the sponsorships first. We might play some. We might hear from Eddie Vedder. Right. Because we've got Stubbsy on in about 10 minutes. We have. So let's play a song. We'll come back and maybe have a quick chat before he comes on. All right. Am I going first or are you? Um, I'll go first. I'll flip you for it. All right. I didn't know what to do when I left school. Bernard Fanning, was it? Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> As we were saying, uh, off air. Uh, yeah. Absolute present yeah. buttons in time, doesn't it? Yeah, it's all right, mate. Look, we're not professionals, are we? No, we're By not. any stretch. But someone who is. Yeah, we do have someone going to join us. Fantastic. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, an absolute legend of yeah. Australian comedy, of and Australian a, TV and radio. And a pleasure to have him on. Please welcome to Fat and Ginger, the king himself, Richard Stubbs. G'day, Stubbsy. Hey, boys. Hey, yeah, we got a we got a really cool applause sound effect. Yeah, you can't hear it. That's about thirty seconds. Yeah. We don't know how to stop it. So, but uh, no. thank thank you so much for joining us here on Fat and Ginger. 
I actually have the sound effect because I play it after my own comedy gigs. <laughs> try and give it a little bit of atmosphere there. I, I have it in the AirPods in the ears <laughs> as I'm on stage. Your head. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. Of, uh, pumping a bit of laughs into the room. Uh, you know, have the canned laughter going. That's a great idea. That's yeah, right, I don't yeah. know why you haven't thought of that before. No, well, that's they have those. Um, uh, what are they called? Those silent disco things, don't they? Where everyone wears headphones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's weird because it's like a room of a room full of people on ketamine, and they're all dancing around, but <laughs> they're actually all listening to music, but you can't hear it because everyone's got headphones on. Yeah, right. It's bizarre. Maybe we can just bring the ketamine. <laughs> that's mm. easy. Now, um, Gee, don't start that. I've I've had a shocking day. I'm so glad to be doing this. Why is that? Um, because to be honest. Uh, I was. This is going into the final round now, and I was behind on points. I've, you know, you just have one of those days. I've had one of those days yeah. at the supermarket. I was just doing my usual. Um, I, uh, I've got a sore leg at the moment. Uh, mm. So obviously, I had a bag of chopped up uh, anti-inflammatories with me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, who hasn't done that? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I've got mine here with me now. And then got a Ziploc bag and crushed up a whole lot of tablets to just have them later in an un- unspecified amount type of situation. <laughs> you probably put them in your jacket pocket so they're easily accessible. That's the doctor. Yeah, well, it fell out, to be honest, because I was a bit jittery. Anyway, just, <laughs> I don't think that's important, but it's hard to explain. It's just been shocking of the day. And, and so with your crushed up pills, they wouldn't have been crushed up just in little chunks. It would have been in a fine powder, wouldn't it? Yeah, we have to. Yeah, that's right. That's a medical thing. <laughs> yeah, You've got to crush them up fine or they don't work. That's no, yeah. that's right. You know, and, they're, and they're quite big and bulky to take whole, so <laughs> you know what? Uh, I like, when I'm taking medication, I prefer not to be able to measure how much I'm taking. That's, yeah. I'm against pills, <laughs> and I'm against, and I'm for everything loose in a bag. That's yeah. right, absolutely. And in, in fact, I said to the chemist tonight, I said, mate, instead of wasting all this time with the Webster pack, sorting it out into... <laughs> why don't you just grind them all up, whack them in a bag... And Put it in a blender. And eat it. Yeah, that's a go. Nobody's ever, ever going to believe that, are they? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying like before, it's like a, it's like an excuse you get from a teenager, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, come on. I don't know what you're saying right now. Um, <laughs> no, that happened. That happens a lot. It's like three years ago, there was another celebrity. Yep. Unfortunately, found the drugs, and he explained that he was at a friend's place, and they were dancing. There was a party. So what had happened was he took his pants off because he was hot, and he was dancing, and someone put something in his pocket. And I went, oh, my God. I've seen the number of times that's happened to me. <laughs> what do I do? I'll just take my jacket off. Yeah. Well, well, sometimes it does get hot at those sort of parties. And yeah. why take your jacket off? Well, that's you right. Take yeah. your pants off. Some do look scruffy, do you? No, that's right. Yeah. Was that really forwarded as an excuse by someone? Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's fantastic. Do a list of all of the ones that you go... I don't see why we can't believe this. I'm not a court, and I'm I'm going with them. I'm yeah, but you can only trust them so far. And it was a first offence. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, technically, no. <laughs> it's only a first offence if you don't count the other one. Yeah, <laughs> well, right. the first offence of the week, I think it was. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah no, I see what you're doing. Yeah, good on you. Well yeah. done, packing him up. Yeah, yeah. trying to help. And, and you're down here with us soon, mate. It's exciting. I am very pumped. Uh, I've got it in my diary as Friday 30th of September, Geelong West Town Hall. Is that right? Yeah, that's, uh, that's us. Yeah. yeah, that's us. That. I'm, I'm glad you wrote it down. <laughs> I had to write it down. Yeah, that's right. 
right. We've got a, a great lineup. So, uh, well, you say that and then you mention yourself. That's probably not a great way to go about it. We've got a great lineup. We've got Tim, and then yeah. we've got an ordinary lineup after that. You know, <laughs> no, Snowsy, no, no, no. Tim, and the rest. Yeah, he brings the sizzle. No, yeah. that's right. No, no, no sizzle, and, no stage. The audience is warmed, you know, yeah. they're cuddled, they feel relaxed. They're Lick it up. He just serves them up. Oh, it doesn't stop it. I think it, it, I think uh, comedy is one of those things that is a very geography-based, as in it's got to be in the right place, otherwise it doesn't work. I remember doing uh, a gig with you, Stubbsy, a couple of years back at, uh, at a particular country hotel on a Sunday afternoon. It was harder, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and it's a lot harder. It's harder because people can see each other and they feel yeah. less likely to laugh. Yeah, that's an interesting thing, I reckon. Um... Darkness is the friend of comedy because laughing is a very uh, personal thing. I yes. feel vulnerable when we laugh. We do. Um, it's really interesting when you do corporate gigs and people are on tables with their bosses mm. or there's a table of the, the bosses over there sort of thing and, and everyone has to look at them before they, they sort of laugh. Mm. It's really interesting. But the, the darker the room, the better. Everyone yes. feels private. And uh, then they're safe to laugh. It's just the way we function as humans. It's a bit weird, but there you are. Well, I did a corporate gig last year, mate, where the bosses mustn't have found me funny at all uh, because nobody laughed for the whole 10 minutes that I was up there. So, um, yeah, it's hard during the day. You just say it out loud. People will go, oh, 10 minutes. That's, that's not oh, bad. when you're dying, mate. You're on the cross on that's, stage. That's like half an hour real time, isn't it? Oh, longer. Half mm. an hour real time of having nails hammered into your chest. <laughs> that's what that is. So... I did have a lovely lady when no, I came off, though, yeah. tell me how appalling I was. So at least that built my confidence straight back up. Oh, yeah, that's all right. Mm. Halfway through the gig, were you thinking to yourself, right, this isn't working? Uh, what was going through your mind at that point, at the halfway point? Just wanted the world to just swallow me up, I think, at that point. I was, and it was a free gig, too. Was it was a say, cancer yeah. Yeah. Re- research gig or something. <laughs> so I wasn't even getting paid for it. No. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad I donated my time for that one. Yeah, that's good, because... You know, I find you, you don't need an erection because <laughs> you won't get one for some time. It takes too much self-worth. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Unless I can get some of that powder. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's, well, that's right. I, I was stressed about the idea of coming home, coming straight home and the dogs have crapped everywhere in the house. Yeah. Because um, I know that you, you're feeling that tension, but it should be there. It's going to happen. And it, I had a horrific incident involving that. Right. And it all happened quickly. I um, I went out, I, I left the house, everything was fine. I went to gym and then I came back. And so I know what my workout was. So that means that means round trip, hour and 15. Gym's just down the road. Uh, mm. Out, workout for an hour, back, hour and 15. In an hour and 15, I walked back into a scene from Dante's Inferno. <laughs> so what had happened, my partner's type 1 diabetic, and she had suddenly gone low in blood sugar, terribly low, thickeningly low, a nosedive, crash. So Ooh. she's just about passing out, and she's on the couch, sweating bullets and slipping into unconscious. But unfortunately, that's also meant that she's kept the back door closed. I don't know why she shut it on the way in. Your mind goes when you look up. Yeah. So she, she's on the couch, flaked. She shut the door. That becomes important because she's left the dogs inside. Mm. The dogs can't get out. They've crapped. 
<laughs> crapped in the on the floor. And you go, all right, well, you know, deal with it. Yeah, except somehow either she is she staggered around like a oh no, have kicked off the robo vac. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. No, uh, the Robovac has kicked off and it's gone straight. It's like it's a homing beacon. Yeah. Straight for this giant mound of crap and whoosh, 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 with the circular brushes all through the tiles in the, oh in the, in the country room. And I walked in the door and the dogs are barking. There's crap everywhere. The robot's on the loose heading for the carpet now. And she's semi-conscious sweating. What do you do first? First, yeah. by the way. Yeah, because you, you wouldn't want to drag her out, you know? No. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I say July, but she's not thanking me. No, <laughs> that's no, right. She's trying to get the smell out. Teacher, I appreciate the way you think, but technically she's not on fire. So there's no need for me to drag her anyway. <laughs> no, that's true. Can, can I just ask you a question, though? What kind of dogs do you have? Uh, Samoid and uh, a thing called a caisson. Like a Samoid, but smaller. So two giant fluffy animals. That would do big landmines, yeah, I assume. Yeah, I'd imagine oh, so. Yeah, well, it's never that good. <laughs> yeah. and, and so... Out of interest, uh, what would you go for first? That's your scenario. You've walked in... Yeah. I'd probably crack a beer because it would probably help me deal with whatever comes next. Yeah. And that is your training kicking in. Yes. <laughs> whatever else comes next, you can say, oh, I can cope with it now. Oh, wow. Yeah. The people at the refinery are always relaxed and feeling safe. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's right. So, Riddle. They'll look up and they'll see you just having a quiet beer and a bloody think about it. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. As the place burns down around you. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Thinking someone should do something. Two things are infectious, panic and confidence. That's so. right. Yeah. Yep. And, and we've got a game plan out there anyway, mate. If anything happens, just get behind Tim. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Thanks very much. So can I just ask, can I ask in real time, what did you do first? Uh, are you high? <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? What are you? There's someone on the couch. I'm telling you, uh, the key words were she's sliding into unconscious. Yeah. yeah. What am I going to do? Go, that shit's not going to come off the floor. <laughs> Unless I hit it right now. Well, maybe turn off the robo vacuum first. Can, can I just say, there's a million reasons why you look after your partner first in that scenario. Yeah. Do you love her? Because you're there to back her up. Yep, yep, yep. If you don't, what you are doing will sound so bad when it's read out in the coroner's court. <laughs> can you explain, please? Yeah. Mr. Subsway, it took you what 15 minutes to get to your... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, the dogs are barking. They were shitting me. They had to be let out. Oh, I know. Clean up. By the time I did anyway. Yeah, we've got to clean the robo vac. And, oh. and, and she was already gone by then. So what, what do you want me to do? That's right. Yeah, I know. I'm, I've only got two hands. <laughs> so, um, so obviously y your partner is is alive and well and with us today. Otherwise, no, I suppose it's the end of it. Would, wouldn't be such a funny story. <laughs> would it? Now I can, yeah. It's only really now I can laugh about it. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't that funny at the funeral. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, wasn't all right. And what? you touched on it. Cleaning the robo vac. Well, brushes that are several rotating angles and brushes. Or well, my question was going to be: in there. was it savable? Well, if you had to got to it first, it would have been. <laughs> here's here's a tip: yeah. don't. Whatever you do, turn your robo back upside down and pour water on you. <laughs> <laughs> I should be writing this down. <laughs> yeah, no, these are good life-saving tips. Let's just say the whole thing went sideways. I mean, I was glad. To be honest, I was glad I had my bag of anti-inflammatory because 
I got through it without it. it no, stuff, eh? no, that's right. Now, on a on a different topic, sort of life imitating art, is I remember listening to you talk about uh, once about rubbish bins and the number of rubbish bins that you had. Now, this is back in the days where I think the maximum number of bins was three. So you had your recycling, your green, and your normal. Mm. And now in Melbourne, I think, are you, am I right in believing that you're up to five bins? You can be. Yeah. I'm on a rotating schedule now. I'm waiting for someone to design an app, <laughs> but until they do, I've got a fairly complex uh, chart yes. with arrows yes. and colour-coded. Yes. Sometimes you put that one out, sometimes you don't, sometimes it's the other one. Oh, hang on, but did you separate the... Oh, jeez. What are the other two bins for? I'm paying for the privilege. Uh, the other two bins, and correct me, stubs you from wrong, there's glass and something else, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, the bins, usually... How many people throw out glass? No, nah, because you can't put it in recycling anymore because, I don't know, we can't send it to Indonesia or China or wherever we send wherever it. it whatever. <laughs> anyway, so, where it becomes important, though, is around Christmas time or around mm. holidays where your bins are chock-a-block. If you don't get your bins right, you're in a yeah. world of hurt. If you miss that first yellow bin after Christmas, oh. you might as well give up on the new year. That's um, right. You know what? I, uh, I was thinking both you are terribly shifty. Go on. Uh, But now I'm sensing the honesty in you. Uh, My first go, if I can't fit it in the bin, I am ding, 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 down the street (laughs) and it's going in other people's bins. I've got Mm. favourites. There are some people out there, I don't know what they do for the week's but there is almost zero rubbish in their bin. Why put it out? And I, I guess it's to help me. <laughs> That's what they do. Do the allergy to put your rubbish in. Is, some people get irritated by this, but my theory is once the bin is on the street, it's in play. Yeah, I agree. Agreed. I agree yeah. with that. I mean... You had your chance to fill it. I do it at about two in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Because there's, you know, why have an awkward conversation? No, that's, well, that's right. right. I, I actually send the kids out, mate. Yeah, that's good. So, you know, they're smaller than me, less likely to be noticed. And, yeah, they're uh, nimble. And, and yeah, they've got to earn their rent somehow. So, yes. um, you know, no one's going to tell them off at two in the morning, are they? No, that's right. Well, no. they might. But, uh, you know, the, <laughs> around, around where I live, Beck Judd be yelling at the gang. That yeah, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that's a good idea because they're nimble and yep. uh, they'll appreciate it. They can And they can move fast if they want it. And you make it like a little game. So you sort of say, right, whoever gets the most out into other bins wins. Yeah. So, you know, they all like to win but at that age. That's fantastic. Yeah. Jot that down because when you were de- eventually, I'm not going to say you're going to do a parenting book. <laughs> oh, you have no idea how. Pamphlet. Uh, that'll be in the pamphlet. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The, okay, this is all well and good, and I hear what you're saying about using other people's bins, but around Christmas time, you're travelling a long way from your house to be using a bin because all the other bins are chockers. Yeah, but anyone who doesn't have a full recycle bin around Christmas time of, of empties, yeah, uh, you know, are they the sort of people you want to be living in the street with? No? Well, yeah, because uh, each according to their needs. I mean, if you didn't have the people who didn't drink and left the bin empty, you'd have nowhere to put your bin. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I get where you're going it's with that. system. <laughs> system. <laughs> system. Yeah. It works, doesn't it? It works because we've evolved. You know, we're here. So, yeah, no, that's a fair point. And uh, so, Stubbsy, you've got a, a, a podcast yourself, mate. Uh, is it called The Men Around? Close. It's The Mess Around. The Mess Around, sorry. And uh, what's it like to work on a good podcast? <laughs> I don't know. I'll let you know when that happens. <laughs> um, so, it's myself and a comedian called Andrew Roper. He's on the Gold Coast. 
and uh, we weekly drop the mess around, which is about 40 minutes or so yep. of um, hijinks and hilarity. Um, yeah, all sorts of stuff. Not the least of which, he's, he's gone back to uni and he's doing a, uh, a sort of film degree. Mm. I haven't really asked the details. I'm <laughs> interested as I could be. But what amuses the crap out of me is uh, he's having to be with like 18, 19, 20-year-olds and he is not blending in and yep. he does not understand why they don't know anything. And it's gold. So he's a, he's a mature age student. Oh, hell yeah. So he's sitting at the front asking questions right at the end of the lecture when everyone wants to go. Mm -hmm. You'd think so, but see, no, because one of the things that unites all comedians, I think in all cultures, I reckon if we got comedians in, uh, I'm thinking Tibet yes. and Iceland and um, I'm going to say Myanmar. Uzbekistan. Where they really got to work for the laughs. I, <laughs> I think uh, what unites us all is our inability to not be smart asses. Yes. And so, no, he's not up the front. He's in the middle, and he's being a smart ass to the lecturer. Taking the piss. And, and, and in general. Good on him. He's not winning friends anyway. I was going to say, so the, the, the other students aren't responding to his funny jobs? It's, it's, no, they don't get it. Yeah. It's the youth of today, really. Young people, they don't want to talk to you. Yeah, they don't want to talk to middle-aged. It's like um, we've got a segment called Force Night Out, Stubbsy, where we buy tickets for each other to go to something we know the other person will hate. And, and I sent him to a drag rave, and it was a very similar situation there where he decided to rock up by himself. He didn't get dressed up. Well, what happened was, I'd, so I rolled up, and I was the oldest person there by at least 25 years, and all, all the drug dealers thought I was a cop, and all the cops thought I was a drug dealer. So. And and the bouncers just thought I was a pedo. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, um, they all hated him. Yeah, it was good, fun. Well, what was the response from the young folk who were doofing their way past no, it? they just looked at me with suspicion and hate in equal measure. I've actually, uh, I'm writing uh, a short film script and it turns around the fact of uh, two blokes, let's say, older. Mm. Uh, let's not define the age, just older. <laughs> and they go to young people's clubs and just walk in behind the bar and empty the till and walk out again and later the cops try to talk to people what did they say they didn't say anything they didn't see anything they no. didn't even notice them no yeah. that's a brilliant idea because they wouldn't young people don't notice old people and how's your research coming along for that one <laughs> yeah not bad not bad <laughs> I haven't been seen yet it's difficult getting access to the uh, CCTV and wiping it <laughs> they, it makes it look on TV that's it that's it well, that, that's awesome mate that you're, uh, I, I know you've done a lot of TV stuff but have you done much work in film uh, no, because I can't act. Yeah. <laughs> is, this a, is this a vehicle for you, or you want to actually be behind the camera? Oh, I don't know. I, I think, I, you know what, honestly, I look at films, particularly because uh, Andrew's making them and doing them, so we talk about them a fair bit. The best thing in a film, from our perspective as comedians, is the script. Because unless you're an actor, fair play and well done to you. But I'm not. Mm -hmm. uh, not many people can write funny stuff. So the script is you do it, you hand it over, briskly walk away with the cash. And uh, you don't have to go through the agony of take again. Yeah, do it six times. It's very hard to get things off the ground like that these days. 
Oh, that's great, mate. Well, we look forward to uh, seeing that one day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come to a short film festival near you. I'll let you know. It can be one of the things you're made to go to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you wouldn't have to force us for that, mate. Come on. No. But uh, look, we'll leave it there. You're a busy man. I'm sure you've got lots to do. And, mm, and not really. <laughs> you've got to get through that bag that you've got sitting in your jacket pocket there. So. Oh, that's true. I do have a lot of anti-inflammatories to crunch up for tomorrow. I'm yeah. Just do it. <laughs> and then you're going to help your friends out by giving them anti-inflammatories crushed up in smaller bags. And well, I don't give it to them. No, they're all, they're all yeah. Gonna, yeah, they're going to make the anti-inflammatories aren't oh, free. No. You've got to pay for them. Yeah, no. You yeah. just meet me at the corner. <laughs> while, while you're by the bins. Uh, That's right. Uh, Mate, looking forward to seeing you on the 30th of September. So where would people go to buy tickets, Tim? Oh, they would go to uh, Try Booking. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah. And buy tickets there or uh, just search uh, Richard Stubbs on Try Booking and it'll come up. John West Town Hall, yeah. September 30th. Punchlines on Paco. Punchlines on Paco. Be there. And we've got sidetracked, but we should say Tim's put together a cracker lineup, uh, excluding me. But all the others are fantastic. It's going to be great. It'll be a yeah, great night yeah. there. And always a great night. Cafe Palette. Oh, I always call them Palais. I give them the French up. version. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's just Palette, mate. We've got Palettes hanging for the roof. Cafe Palette doing the catering there. We've got Lukey Biscuit playing guitar while people eat. Yep. So from 6.30 onwards, come yep. down and have a nice meal, a few drinks, and then sit back and have a great laugh. That's it. And listen, yeah. the king of Australian comedy, Richard, Richard Stubbs. He's awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Stubbsy. Thank you. So, there we go. There we go, starts. mate. What a champion. Fantastic. Um, Very funny man. Let's have a song. All right, what do we got? Don't know. You don't know? No. Well, can you all keep talking while I try and find yeah. out myself? No. It's uh, oh, hang on, here's a little bit of Silver Chair. Yeah, so who was that? Silver Chair, mate. Oh, they yeah. be all over that. They're from Newcastle, aren't they? Uh, I think they are, yeah. 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 Daniel Johns. That's him. Yeah, see? And you accused me of not knowing anything about music. There you go. Sorry, it was a wrong accusation. So, geez, it was good to have a chat with Stubbsy, wasn't it? It was. Very funny was. bloke, oh. and uh, can't wait to see him on stage again. He has done that gig with us before. I think, was it oh. mid last year, I reckon? May last year. May was, last yeah. year, and that one got pushed back a couple of times. Yes, COVID messed with a lot of gigs, and yeah. that was one of them. Yeah, but so, uh, he was hilarious that night. Was. You know when you get those comics, and we've had a few of them there, mm. it's just one line laugh, one line laugh like everything that comes out of his mouth is funny oh, and, and you it just, just see goes bang 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 and it's you see the experience too don't you yeah and just he commands the room it's fantastic for us as, as aspiring comedians yeah oh, we have a little crack Tim we have a crack now look uh, talking of having a crack I think it's time for uh, Forest Night Out mm. time to get the boys out of their comfort zone and broaden their horizons with a fast night out Thank haven't you. heard from her in a while. No, nah, she's well. They're planning an offensive, so are they? She'd be busy planning and getting some rounds together. Do you reckon she does like little voiceovers to pet the boys up? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. she'd go and she'd do little skits and stuff, and you know yeah. she'd be on the stage. Shall I go first? Uh, yeah. So what do you got now? So um, I was bought tickets to Mooney Ponds. To mm-hmm. I think it's called. I think it was. You got to remember this happened now two or three weeks ago. Yeah, we haven't been here for no. a while. Have we? Um, and it was called the Mansion, mm-hmm. and it was to an emo rave, which I thought would be great for you. And it, look, and I looked up emo, and you were dead set on me wearing the eyeliner to that night. Oh, I'm filthy that you didn't. I know you are. I know you are. But we just—it's about how we deal with those disappointments. Yeah, well, I sucked for about so three days. You did. Now I didn't talk to you. I got to say, I got to say that night. Um, my beautiful partner Jody arranged a babysitter 
Yeah. And so I had someone to go Again, with. Again, I was disappointed with her for doing that. Yeah, I know, I know. I like you going to these things on your own. Because I could tell you, like, it was... Sorry, we'll get to that bit in a minute. It just made it so much easier having someone else there if with you. If she had been at the drag rave with you, it wouldn't have been so bad. No, it wouldn't have been. It would have been a, a thousand percent better. Yeah. But anyway, so we've turned up. Uh, to this place, the mansion, to the emo rave, expecting, you know, sort of a bit of smashing pumpkins and all with their heads down on the arms, sort of, you know, floppy and flailing and hanging on life. But they were actually quite upbeat and quite happy. Yeah. Yeah. So only because you were there. Well, no. Again, it's a bit like what Stubbs, you said about his, his script. But you didn't really get noticed, but... I wasn't the oldest one there by 25 years. I, was, I reckon I was probably still the oldest one there, but maybe only by five or ten years instead yeah. of 25 So you years. weren't, so you weren't the sore thumb. I didn't stand out quite as much. Yeah, no. okay. So uh, I was disappointed to hear you actually enjoyed it and you had a good time. Well, I know you were. I know I you were. That's, like what, kept, that's and, what I kept telling you. Uh, and I thought, well, at least... I got him to wear eyeliner. There'll be a couple of good photos there. And you didn't even do that. You just wore black jeans and a black T-shirt. Yeah, what's your problem? Uh, well, I just wanted to see you in eyeliner. I would have thought you looked really cute. And I was going to try and I didn't, and oh, I should have. There was some spectacular, there was a guy there and he had bright blue hair. You know the old 80s punks you used to see pictures of in the Yeah, end? yeah, yeah. And he had the bright blue hair, you know, a spike in the middle all the way down to Mohawk. Yeah. And it would have been about, I don't know, 30 centimetres high all the way back over his Looking head. Looking like a Spartan helmet or something. It was incredible. Yeah. And it was great. Some people have gone to some real effort. And there were a couple of genuine, proper emo, gothy types there too. Yeah. And they almost sort of were standing in the corner going, no, 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 this is not what I was promised. Yeah. Because it didn't look like, you showed me some photos, and mm. it didn't look like a proper emo night no. where everyone's sitting around cutting themselves. <laughs> that's or, right, yeah. You know, or talking about it. Whinging yeah. about their parents. And, no, that's right. And, and, and it wasn't. And it sort of struck me that... I would have thought, right, if you put those two nights next to each other, the drag rave and the emo rave, mm. you would think that the drag rave would be a lot more fun. Yeah. Right, but it wasn't. Yeah. The emo rave was much more fun. It was great. I think they're saying to mistitle some of these I events. think so. I think so. so. Uh, look, it, it was the first one that's probably backfired on me. Yeah. Um, where I lost this round. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah, because you so, look like you actually had fun. I did. It was great. Uh, whereas I, on the no. other hand... Yes, go on. Well, oh, I still have to do one, don't I? You so do. I'll tell this is what happened. Mm. Uh, Tim had booked me in to plant trees for three hours. I was filthy. Not so much about planting trees, but the fact you had to pay tickets to do it. Yeah, not cheap tickets. either. Well, they were 30-something bucks each. But you, you're basically buying a ticket to go and be free labour for them. Yeah, but you like what it was. You're donating to help the cause. Yeah, so you, you're selling it short here, though. You were planting 1,000 trees to yeah. help koalas. Yeah, well, I don't really like them that much. No, I don't think any Australian really does. Like, what have they done for us? A thousand trees for any animal, Tim. Yeah, you know, and I think I've said this before. Do you know what my favourite moment is with people from overseas? Is like they're all, you know, you kangaroo. Yeah, there's a kangaroo crate, and they go, oh, "I want to see koala. I want to see koala." And you just point to this, like, "Okay, there's one up there, mate." Still ball of fluff in a tree, and go, "There's one." You go, "Where?" You go, "There." I go. Oh, you can hear their hearts breaking. They're thinking that they're going to get to pick it up and have a yeah. cuddle. And, yeah. and then, then they see one in the zoo. It's got massive, great big claws on it. Yeah. <laughs> you can't touch that. But what yeah. happened was Sorry. I turned up. Mm. Uh, I was about 15 minutes late. Sorry, you were late. I was a little bit get late. Get out, really? Yeah, you wouldn't believe it, would you? Uh-huh. But uh, I, I convinced my daughter, Zara, to come with me. And how I did that, she wanted some boots or something that were online. Bribery. About 60 bucks. And I said, all right, I'll buy the boots if you come with me because this is going to be crap. Yeah. And uh, so she came with me. And when we rocked up, there was nobody there where I was meant to go. And I rang you and I said, mate, there's no one here. 
And he said, oh, no, you were meant to meet there and a convoy was going to go on to where it was going to be. Yeah. And I said, well, you never told me that. So is there a phone number I can yeah, call? Yeah, you never told me you're going to be late. I'm always late. You should be prepared for that. I barely make it here on time. Yeah, this Literally. Is Actually, today was the re- you were 16 minutes before start, yeah. and that's the record. That's, that's so I've far. never been here so no. I didn't know what to do with myself. No, you were lost. Yeah. yeah come on. So I, uh, there was no phone number to call. No, there, there wasn't. Was, no, there, I, there I was nothing I could do. No, no. Nothing I could do. So I drove around the area thinking mm-hmm. if I see a bunch of cars, I'll yeah. out and go. No, there was no, no one around. So what could I do? Yeah. Come, come home. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. back to bed. We Posted that great video of you having a little sleep under the tree. Yeah, that was one of my favourites. I like yeah. that. So yeah, so we have to pick you out another force night. Yeah, out. so I'm, I, I still owe you one. You do, but uh, right, uh, I have got one for you. Yeah, now if, I'll, if I'll it keep go, it up my sleeve. I know, but do you want me to tell you about it? Should we have a song first and then you tell me about it? Uh, yeah, okay, we have been. Oh, no, no, let's keep going. Actually, can... It's, it's 9.34. Hold yeah. on. Well, let, let me tell you about it, right? Do you really, sorry, before you start, before you start, I still do reserve the right to say no. Well, I don't think that's an option. It, it is. I will dissolve the friendship and never attend this radio show ever again. Go on. That's that's like, you can't threaten that. that that's like, what's that going to mean to anyone? <laughs> that's right. Nobody's caring about that. Oh, what? There's going to be no fat and ginger. All right. So this is what it is, Tim. Yeah. Right? I'm, oh, I'm so excited to tell you this. Right? I have booked you in to a life drawing session. Fuck off. But as the nude model. How did you arrange that? I wrote to him and said what we were doing. And I said, my mate Tim, we'll, we'll be happy to do it. You've got to be there naked for an hour while people draw you. <laughs> Yeah, so who did you... Can I ask you your approach? It's in Geelong. Oh, great. Good. So you don't have to go too far. No, that's fantastic. Yep. So I wrote to them and said, uh, my mate Tim um, would, would, would would do the nude model as long as we can talk about it on the radio show. Yeah. And said, so we're from Fat and Ginger and this is what we do. We have do these little dare things and he's happy to do it. And he wrote <laughs> back. said that. And he, like, it was like, a, you know, on the websites where they have like the box for comments. Mm. Like, it's not like an email address. It's just a box. Yeah. So I wasn't expecting to get anything back. And mm. I got something back a couple of days later. I rang Ash and told her she was so pumped for you. And then uh, we, you know, we... We, we had a little bit of back and forth. They put me in touch with the person who runs the gallery and they have agreed to let you come in for an hour and be a nude model, Tim. So I know that you've always wanted to do modelling and this is what this is about, is broadening our horizons and getting us to do different things. So I think this would be fantastic. And now the best part is that uh, Ash and I are going to come in and do the class. Yeah, great. So Yeah, fantastic. We're gonna, and and I'm in, like, fairness, in fairness, you've seen me naked before. Well, <laughs> nothing new to me, no, yeah. That's right. I think most of Geelong probably goes by, <laughs> by now. But well, um, There's nothing more exhilarating than when you're drunk than getting nude. Yeah. So, look, I, I think it's going to be fantastic for you. Uh, it, it opens up your sensitive side. <laughs> Which is your inside, <laughs> and I think that, uh, that 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 more people because not only are the people in there going to have this amazing experience of being able to draw you nude, right? It's going to be a lot easier. And I wrote this in the thing. I'll have to show you the email. I, I said it's going to be a lot easier for people with eyesight problems because there's a lot more of him to draw. So it's going to be like it's magnified. And, yeah, they responded to it in a positive way. So um, I was going to get my one over and done with first and then we'll um, book you in. So You are stuffed. Honestly. What I will do, yeah. right, what I'll do is once it's booked in, 
I'll let you guys in, in Radio Land know, all the listeners, where and when it'll be. So if you want to come in and book for that class, you can come in and you can come in and see Tim here nude. You're in... Sorry, 9.37, yeah, I'm going to say, you're a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the problem is with you? You've got no sense of moderation. <laughs> No, well, I felt like I failed with the, uh, the emo night, so I had to do something. I had to step it up a little. And, um, yeah, this is it. So, um, And the good thing with that is Jodie, your partner, can come. Yeah, great. So um, she's probably, I dare say, seen you yeah, well, naked at various stages. Part of the deal, yeah. And, uh, you know, she'd be happy to share it with the world. So. Well, I mean, what am I going to do to top that? Like, get your week's work experience with ISIS or something? <laughs> what, what can I do to top that? Play a song, like Heartbroken. Well, the other thing is, too, there's going to be all these drawings of you going around. Like, I, I, we might be able to post a few on the show. I don't even like photos being taken of me, let alone... But that people are going to draw you. I know. I'm not, I don't know how accurate the drawings are going to be. I know, you know, your appendage will probably be pretty small on my page. But, but uh, you know, there'll be all these drawings. We can probably post some online and people can see them. And, you know, it's just it's just a winning thing for everyone. Jesus Christ, play a song. Thank you for that, Amy. Rehab didn't really work, did it? No. And look, she was always cast, you know, she, she was always going to have problems when the last time was Winehouse. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, but have you seen the doco on her? No. Uh, it's called Amy. And, and it, it, it literally, like that song says, she went to her dad because they all said, look, you need to take a break. It's mm. getting too much for you. And her dad just wanted the cash. And he said, no, nah, keep going. You don't have to go. Really? You, you, there's nothing wrong with you. So she didn't go and you know, it didn't last too much longer. So it's pretty sad. Yeah, very sad. So, hey, uh, we've, uh. we've got, speaking of uh, winos and blokes out of rehab, we've got uh. a, a, a call. What? We've, hey? got, we've had a call. I'm going to see... If we can uh, put them on the line. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And uh, one of our favourites here at Fat and Ginger, it's Wayno from Mount oh, Mercer. G'day, hey, Wayno. Hey, g'day, boys. G'day, boys. What's going on? What's uh, what's going on with you, mate, out there at Mount Mercer? You are at Mount Mercer, right? Uh, no, well, no. Well, no, boys, I heard you on the mailbag. You wanted me to come in, but the, the, the conformador, I've got a shitty old conformador and the battery, mate, the battery. I had to take the battery out the other day because of the Camira. And then the battery's in the Camira. Oh, sorry you couldn't make it, mate. That would have been good to hang out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no we've got to do it again. Got to do it again. Cause, um, but I mean, busy, boys. Busy, busy. What have you been doing? Well, I'm clearing, clearing my name. Everybody keeps ringing me when I've got service going, Wayno, Wayno, what have you done, mate? What have you done? Why have you got the powder? But it wasn't me. <laughs> it was a different way, though. Different way, no. Well, you know, that everyone goes all king because I'm sort of known as the king a bit, and the duke and the king and the goat. And I, they, I get caught a lot of things. And, uh, yeah. yeah, but I'm not that way, no. That, that, that was a way in someone else. I think he was from Wagga Wagga. A different sure. way, yeah, yeah. Have you I, been to the uh, casino, uh, Wayne? Yeah, casino, yeah, no, well, yeah. I went there once thinking I could just grab the money, but no, it doesn't work like that. You've got to play some game. Yeah, I, yeah. I went in there with some guns and... You, you went You went to a different big house too, didn't you? I, I went to the casino to play Texas Hold'em, but I took I took some guns and, um, <laughs> and uh, you know, I, I, I thought it was that's how you got the cash from the casino, the Texas Hold'em, and I said, hold up, I'm from Texas. Just the cash and uh, didn't work. Yeah, yeah. Wayne, I went away for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you went for? We were always wondering what you went for. Yeah. Oh, a few. Yeah. Well, 
Yeah, I did some things while I was in there too. I can't talk about. I'm not too proud of it either, really. No, well, what you say though, when people ask you, you go, what are you in for? You say getting caught. Yeah, well, I got that, but I'm trying to turn my life around. I, I want to come and see you, Tim. Can we? I want to maybe hang out with you. Uh, uh, can we? Um, or just me? I want to. I want to be a fireman. Okay, cool, yeah. Could you, could you take me under your big chicken wings and um, mentor me? Can I sort of do some mentoring? You don't just get to start them, though, Wayne. you got to put them out, too. That's right. Oh, yeah, that's the best bit, boys, when it gets really big and hot. Can you put it out? Put it out. <laughs> now, Wayne, uh, you would have been pretty happy with the footy results on the weekend, mate. I thought oh. you might have ring in to speak to Tim about that. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, look, I, can you hear it? My voice, it sounded a bit funny. I'm just coarse. I actually got to go to the MCG, MCG on Saturday. Wow. And, uh, yeah, I got the Cats over the line. Did you know that the Cats won? Do they? We haven't really talked about it yet. <laughs> what, what, was the, what was the go? Oh, the, the Cats, mate. It was a final. Because, like, you know, we were, the Catters are minor premiers. So I don't know what you get for your minor, but, you know, but we were minor premiers. And, uh, yeah, yeah, we had to play the dirty, dirty, filthy pies of the G. Who's you go to the oh. footy with? The footy? Yeah, well, uh, a couple of my mates that were out for all. Oh, they were down. They were in the Collingwood Cheer Squad. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't. Quite One of them wasn't wearing a gold jacket, was he? <laughs> Well, I don't know. We don't know where he's gone, that one. Yeah, yeah. He's, someone said he's got a passport. He might be in Fiji. I don't know. Don't mm. know. But, yeah, he's it, something about... I looked around for him at the end, but the game over, and, yeah, there was... I couldn't believe it. There was about 61,500 Collingwood people very upset walking out, and I tried to get around them all and speak to them all. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I tried to speak to a few too on the way out. Yeah. Oh, I bet you did just too. To, uh, just, to, just to inquire politely as to what the final score was. But I've got some... It's as, as good as the cats were, like I think I've said another time, it's all about the cats, the big cats and the little cats. But oh. did you hear about the big cats? Like, they're stuffed up again. Like yeah. the wars, they're doing lots of stupid stuff. They don't know. I think last time I rang up, wasn't there a big cat player that doesn't understand that you mark the ball inside 50? You don't have to play on straight away. You could have won the game for them. Yeah. Now, I, I tell you, you've got a few mistakes being made by those big cat players. So. Anyway, this has been good. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, and, and is there any, what do you reckon, boys? Like that bloody, they bloody, bloody, they kick, they kick the ball over the post Yeah, we're very disappointed to see that too. And yeah, we did yeah. speak about that a little earlier in the show, Wayne. Oh, and Tim's um, oh, adamant that, that, that that was the wrong decision. Um, yeah. From yeah, someone who should know, he's made a lot of wrong decisions in his life. That's right. So. Yeah. Well, hey, you're talking to the king of wrong decisions, there, <laughs> Wayne. Wayne. So. All right, yeah. mate. We, we've got to go, Wayne. Oh, we've got uh, we've got a few right, things cool. to try and fit in before we finish up. But uh, oh, it's been good, boys. Been good and Mate, feel free to call in any time. Don't ever turn up here, though. Yeah, yeah, I can. If the Camaro will start, I'll, uh, I'll, or the Commodore, I'll, uh, I'll be in there one day for sure. For nah, sure. That's all right, mate. <laughs> you just keep calling in. Thanks, Wayne. Good to hear from you. See you, boys. I love you. Bye. I didn't know what to do when I left school. Genders have been persecuted for centuries. So, who's been drawing blood this week? It's Fat and Ginger's Gingivitis Award. 
Yes, and there we are going old school with the jingle with Deirdre. Um, and, yeah, so Ginger Vitus Award is basically someone who's just really hung shit on gingers. Yeah, and I don't know... I, I've seen who you have picked yeah. for it this week, and I'm not happy about it. Well, but you've got to wear it. So what... There's a player who plays for Geelong, and I know we've spoken a lot about the footy tonight. And if you're not into the footy, I apologise about that. But you know, it's footy finals. It, it is Victoria, and it's footy finals, and you got to wear it. So, look, um, a guy called Gary Rowan, a, a beautiful auburn locks of Gary Rowan, and he's played great football consistently over the last few years. And you've done nothing, nothing but hang crap on him. I think that's completely when, unfair. When to he's him. when he's when he's had little stutters on the field, you've been ruthless. I'm going to go back and find the tape when he kicked that goal. Arthur Siren asked you. I was, I was singing his praises. Against uh, the, the Bulldogs. Yeah, that's right. I was singing his praises, and I think we had a Ginger Vice Award for people getting stuck into him. And so why, why are you getting on. stuck into me tonight? Who, who are you giving the award to? You. Me. You. Because I remember sitting in a house with you during a final series last year. Well, I might have had a different story then. <laughs> when perhaps he wasn't at the top of his game. Well, maybe that's when he won the award. I can't yeah. remember. <laughs> and you were, wow. The well, I don't moment. think I was on my own there. And, and there was brought up this week. Was and it? A lot of people were talking about it. Mm. And I think Chris Scott came out and defended him. And look, I, I agree with Chris Scott. He's not in our top you know, 15 players probably mm. or 10 players. But he said that publicly. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he goes, because they said all the pressure is going to be on Gary Rowan this week because he's got a, such a poor finals record. Mm. And Chris Scott, well, we, most of you guys wouldn't even have him in our top 15 players. Mm. And you're saying all the pressure's on him. Like, it's not, yeah. it's not up to him whether we win or lose. But for him to come out and pretty much get best on mm. as our most important player, kick three crucial goals, including giving that last one away, um, you know, he's redeemed himself. And I'm quite happy to take it back step. Don't try and suck up now. <laughs> Gary, if you're listening. That's right, yeah, no, Gary's, Gary's a big fan of the show, yeah. along with other famous... Well, many of the gingers are. Yeah. Well, along with, you know, um, Cameron Ling and other famous, you know, Geelong Redhead. Yeah. Um, um, other famous Redheads. Uh, Ron like Weasley Ed, from Harry Potter. He loves the show. Ed, Ed Sheeran. Um, ben Stokes. Uh, Harry, and, and we know they will be listening, because it's not like any of them have got girlfriends. Damien Lewis. I always bring up Damien Lewis, yeah, don't like I? Bring um, up, don't you? I I'm trying to think of other Redheads that listen to the show. Richie Cunningham. Richie Cunningham, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, look, it's fair enough. I, uh, I've got to eat humble pie a little bit here. And uh, I, I didn't bag him as much as some, but I probably did say a few negative comments la- in the final series last year about whether or not he would be able, capable of ever stepping up. And can I, I've been proven wrong. In your defence, though, can I just say the final series isn't over yet? So he could still suck in the yeah, He might win it three weeks in a row. Yeah, like, well, this week for good, next week for bad. That's but, right, yeah. But no, look, it's a long way to go, and uh, and he proved his worth the other night. So good on you, Gaz, and I will cop the Ginger Vice Award for this week. Fair enough. All right, um, we're getting near the end. I think we'll have a song, and then we'll come back and say goodbye to our valued listeners. Okay, well, this one's for you, Gary, and I've never stopped having faith in you, my friend. Yeah. That's for you, Gaz. Never stopped believing in you, my friend. Great game of the weekend. And go Cats for the rest of the final series, Tim. Yeah, no, I've got nothing to add to that. So, <laughs> um, just all the best to all the cricket clubs starting up. 
around the you know, Geelong area this weekend. I saw Just starting this weekend. Well, no, I saw them playing last weekend. Really? At Leopold, where I live, yeah. Yeah, right. And I tell you what, it was cold. The poor guy at Fine Leg there, he was a sort of light shade of blue. Yeah, I was going to say you'd need the vest on then, wouldn't you? Early onset hypothermia, but good on them. Get I thought they don't start to the week after the AFL Grand Final. I, that's what I would have thought, but there they were. Yeah, Whether they were having a practice game or something, I don't know. It's getting too early. It is too it's early. very premature. It is. But, uh, uh, well, uh, we haven't even got... We had time for some of our big segments. We, no. didn't, we didn't do That's Crap. No. We didn't do the Justin Murphy Award. That's it. So, And we haven't done it for the last two or three weeks. No. So people are just like hanging well, out to hear what we find crap and we're not giving them what they want. Justin Murphy Award, just give it to Kane Corns again. Yeah, yeah he's two-time, three-time winner. <laughs> he's multiple-time winner. Just putting, he's just always, it's just what yeah. did Kane say this week? That's right. Default thing, if we can't get to Justin Murphy, Kane, Kane Corn. No, I actually had one, but we just didn't get to it. Nah, that's what we just So we'll save it for next week. But um, um, And yeah, Tim, it's always good hanging out with you, my friend. Uh, Stubbs, he was great, wasn't he? Stubbs was fantastic. Thanks for coming on. And thanks to all our listeners. We love you deep down. We, we really do. We do. We love you. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and we'll uh, catch you next time. System shut down.